Alright guys, well, I mentioned the video in the last episode that a lady posted about, you know, living with your parents while you're in your 20s, and, you know, I definitely related to that. I wanted to go through some of the stuff that she said, um, kind of compare as an LGBT person in my life, and then, um specifically and then in other people's lives how it might be so or how it could potentially be going for them so one thing that stuck out to me um was well many things did but she mentioned you know um her mom not letting her go go into the bathroom for more than like five minutes um And, you know, she's in there for, like, more than five minutes. Her mom comes knocking at the door asking her what she's doing and expects her to answer what she's doing. And this came from the topic of, like, just not having any privacy. And so that is too intrusive to me. I mean, if somebody asks you what you're doing, you know, in the bathroom, like, it's one thing if, if somebody needs the bathroom, But it's like, if they don't need the bathroom, why do they need to know what you're doing in there? If you're not running the water that's going to run up the bill, like, yeah, the light being on might run up the bill, but you're not going to be running it up that much just when you're using it while you're in there. So, you know, if you're going to be running the water or... Um... Sorry, that's what I heard somebody talking. If you're going to be running the water, like, too long, I could understand somebody being like, what are you doing in there? But if that's not the issue, and you're not in there for, like, really long periods of time, or nobody else needs the bathroom, like, I don't wear makeup, but I do understand that when people do wear makeup, it takes a while. So if you think about it, if you're showering, I don't know how long most people shower. I think 10 minutes is probably a quick shower. 15 minutes, 15, maybe 20 minutes is maybe like, I'd say average to almost long. Um, I mean, if you're actually literally in the shower itself for like 30 minutes, that's pretty long in my opinion. Um, but I'd say 15, 20 minutes is probably like, you can usually wash everything you need unless you're doing something. I don't know. Like, there are plenty of things that could make you take longer, but I, I think just the classic shower, washing your hair and stuff like that, unless you're doing some, like, elaborate, like, conditioning process or something, you know, where they tell you, like, wait five minutes and then do this and then wait another ten minutes and then, I mean, I don't know if you'd be doing all that while you're in the shower and just keeping the water running, but it's, like, that's the only thing that I could kind of think of that's going to take that long. Or if you're doing some other kind of sexual things in there, then that's probably going to take things longer. But other than those types of things, you're probably not taking that much time. Um, but her, she says that her mom would give her five minutes. So I'm thinking, like, if that even means the shower, 
that you are showering like military shower like and and still trying to put on your makeup and use the bathroom properly it's like you know what if you don't have a swift poop situation like what if you kind of take a bit you know what if you what if you you know have some other issues going on or if you're like actually sick sometimes you know, I don't know. I think people should get a lot of privacy in the bathroom. I think unless someone's really worried about you, they shouldn't be knocking on the door asking you what you're doing. Um, the only thing I could relate on that is, you know, I used to have a housemate, you know, she would knock on my bedroom door all the time, but it was more like a, I think it was like an OCD thing. Like she would knock on the door and ask me if I called her or if I'm okay and tell her that if I needed, ask me if I needed anything, and she'd always just be knocking on the door, just like, for golly knows, at any time of day or night, four in the morning, whatever, she'd be knocking on the door, waking me up, you know, knocking on, she started doing it, knocking on the bathroom door, asking me what I needed, um, so it was kind of one of those things where I'm just like, why does she know where I'm at all the time, you know, and like, you know, be, be knocking on the door to, like, ask me, and I would just start ignoring her, I just stopped, answering because I'm like why would I answer you know I don't need to answer you know like you're just gonna keep asking me the same question all the time for no good reason and she wasn't knocking on anybody else's door asking them these questions she was knocking on my door all the time it was my door and so it was just really annoying but And she didn't, I don't think she really cared what I was doing. I think it was just like a compulsive thing. Like she would just, it was some impulsive type of thing that she would do. I don't, or it came from some place of paranoia or hallucinations or something. I'm not trying to make fun of her. I'm just saying like, it was annoying. Like it doesn't matter if somebody has like a mental health issue. I can still consider it annoying to my life if their mental health issues getting in my way. If somebody has anger issues, if somebody has drug issues, People can have all kind of issues that can get in other people's way. And people fully have the right to be annoyed by it. It doesn't mean that they that they are laughing at someone's, you know, misfortune or anything like that. It's just, you know. And I wonder, you know, when people are so intrusive on other people's privacy, like, to me, that is toxic. It is. You know, especially because I'm a really private person. And so it's kind of interesting to me that, like, as many things as me and my dad might not really get along on, like, we kind of have a little bit of difficulty socially just because, you know, he isn't good at not being mean. I don't know any other way to say that. He He's not good at not being mean. And so, and I call him out on it and then it just becomes a thing because he believes he should be able to say whatever he wants, however he feels, you know, he makes comments that are always negative. So for example, the type of comment he makes, you know, me and my mom have been living in this house for a very long time, mostly us. And he comes through town when he feels like it. So he's been in town lately since Wednesday, it's Saturday right now when I'm recording this and I'll probably post it on Sunday though. And he comes, you know, he comes to town 
And he's like, I, I remember the last time he was in town, he was like, you will never see me buying plastic forks and plastic spoons. And, you know, he kind of prides himself on like not minding that, you know, wa- the process of washing dishes. And so we've been having paper plates for a long time, a long time, months at this point. And so we start eating a meal off of off of paper plates. And he's like, is this what we've resorted to now? It's like, we, you basically don't live here, first of all. But yes, we use paper plates because we don't want to wash the other ones. It's like, we're all kind of in agreement that we don't mind. (laughs) You know, the two of us don't mind having paper plates. And so, like, he kind of wants that, you know, he wants... For people to not have paper plates, even though he doesn't really do the dishes. Like, in all honesty, I I don't do the dishes as much as I could do them. And usually the reason why is for the same exact reason that I've talked about before. That I don't like people talking to me while I'm cleaning. And because the process of talking to me while I'm cleaning, it just really annoys me. And I like to do things kind of like mindfully when I'm cleaning and stuff. I don't like people just yammering on and on and on. And I can't like hear over the sink and like, I just like to focus when I'm doing tasks. I don't like to be like mid conversation and like all this like chitter chatter, like in between doing stuff. If we're sitting down watching a show, eating a meal, we can talk then. I don't want to talk when I'm like doing chores and errands and all kind of things. Like, I don't want to talk then, you know, when I'm just coming out of my room to like, put stuff away I don't I don't want to talk and so just because of that because I'll have to talk I'll have to talk if I if I come out of my room and start washing dishes then you know that's something that's gonna it's almost like like sometimes I almost literally have to tiptoe around the house because I'm like my mom's gonna hear that I'm out of my room and she'll come like over like real quick because she hears that I'm out you know somewhere else and then I'm just like gee she heard me And now she's going to stand here and, like, talk to me the whole time and that kind of thing. So, you know, but, yeah, me and and my dad don't always get along. We don't really see eye-to-eye communication-wise. He thinks he can be a jerk. He's pretty – he's – in my opinion, he can be a jerk to my mom. You know, he says things that are very insensitive. But I'm like, okay, if that's your relationship, that's you guys' thing, but – I do not allow people to treat me like that. I don't care if it's my dad. I don't care who it is. You're not going to treat me like that. And if you are going to treat me like that, I'm going to have something to say. And, you know, if you put me in a position where I'm having to defend myself, you're probably not going to like it either. You know, it's like if you put me in a position that I that you're trying to put me down, I'm probably not going to be nice about it. You know, like, I mean, I, I don't I don't take low blows but like you know somebody's like you know why are you like I can't even think of something specific at the moment but if somebody's like you know um why are you like something, for example, okay, so when I drive Uber Eats deliveries, I get gas almost every day. I don't see a problem with it. You know, I don't want to fill the tank of this car, you know, because it costs a fortune and I'm not the only one driving it. 
So specifically when I know that other people come to town, I make sure the gas stays low because I try to make sure it's above empty so that they're not coming on to empty, but I'm not going to fill the tank because then they're going to go driving all over town and not fill the gas. So I keep it on empty so that if not empty, but I keep it on low so that if it goes on the empty, they're going to either get stalled or they're going to have to go get gas. Like it's kind of more of a strategic thing. Like I don't like people just wasting sixty, seventy dollars worth of gas just because the tank is full, and it happens. And so something that he would probably ask me is, why don't why don't you ever fill the tank? You know, and something I would probably say is, I do fill it sometimes, but I'm I'm driving every day and I have my reasons why I don't, and I just keep it at that. Like, if you want to continue the conversation, you can continue it, but I'm not gonna give you my reasons because I know that my opinion isn't important there. I know with my dad when he says things, he thinks his way of doing it is right. He thinks the car should always have a full tank. Now safety wise, yes. <laughs> like if you need to escape or whatever, the the tank should always be full, you know, or mostly full most of the time. But I'm not the only person who's ever driving this car. And it's also not my car, so I'm not going to treat it like it's my car. I treat it like I would every day if I was borrowing someone else's car, which is what I'm doing. I'm borrowing someone else's car, so I'm putting the gas in it that I use. That's that's how I would treat everyone else's car, so that's how I treat this one. I'm not going to treat it like it's mine, because um, it's not. And then, you know, so I would say something like that, because I know my opinion doesn't matter. Just like with the plates, my dad thinks... His way of not getting paper plates is better. But then if he's not going to wash the dishes after he cooks these massive meals using all these dishes and then somebody else has to wash the dishes, now that's a whole burden on some other person. So he doesn't really understand that, you know, there are things that people choose to do or not to do because they don't want to be burdened by the outcome of what it is if they don't do it that way. You know, if you keep paper plates in the house, people are going to eat off of paper plates. And then whoever's doing the dishes the most isn't going to have to wash all these plates. If somebody, you know, doesn't put the full tank of gas when they know people are in town, then they know that other people aren't going to be using all the gas because there's no gas in there. Hardly. It's just enough to get where you need to go from point A to point B. You know, not to be driving 100 miles worth over a weekend, you know, on someone else's dime. And so, you know, it's things like that. If you, if you wait, you know, if you wait, then like, like basically someone's always going to. Someone's always going to think that the way they do it is is right and the way someone else does it is wrong. With my dad, he finds multiple things that he always thinks that people are doing wrong. You know, nothing can ever be clean enough. Nothing can ever taste good enough. The food portions can never be right. The way somebody else does something, if it's not the way he does it, isn't right. The way I keep my schedule can never be right. The way I decide to do something or what I decide to buy with my own money or whatever can never be right. And so I've learned to just never give my perspective because I know when he's saying, why, why are you doing this? 
then I'll just give some vague answer. It works for me. That's why I'm doing it. Like, why would I do it a different way if it works for me and the other way doesn't? Right? <laughs> like, for me, it's like, duh. Like, that's why I'm doing it this way, because this is the most convenient method for myself. Like, if I want to be considerate about other people and other things in other areas where it's not convenient for myself, such as forcing myself to eat meals with my parents at different times or forcing myself to be involved in conversations, even if I don't want to be in them, you know, at certain times of the week or certain times of the day or whatever, or about certain topics, you know, just to play nice or just to, you know, give over to someone else's needs. You know, I'm not like completely selfish, but, you know, I'm being pretty selfish lately just because I feel like, you know, my boundaries are being are being pushed so much that I'm like, I'm trying to do all that I can to keep my own boundaries straight, you know, and yeah, like with my dad, it's really hard to like, he's not around much, but when he is like just the style that he communicates with is just criticism like that's the only thing he can do is criticize he's either criticizing someone else's method of doing something or he's complaining about some other thing like he never expresses really that he liked something or that something is happy or joyful or pleasant or that something was nice or that he had fun it's always negative And so just being around that kind of energy, you know, I rarely see him happy. He's always moody. He's always sarcastic. Um, Like I made a comment saying yesterday was warm and he's like, oh, well, to me, it's not warm because he was coming from Africa where it was even hotter because, you know, November, December, it's like the hot part of the year, you know, where he was at. And so it was even hotter than it is here. But I'm just talking, you know, for January, it was warm, you know, like warmer than all the other days were for the last week or two. And so I was just making that comment. But it's like he always wants to kind of argue about something. And I was just kind of like, okay, like, whatever. Like, I don't I don't need to get into it. Like, you can say what you got to say. Like, he always just wants to kind of like you know, refute something, it's just, it's just tiring, and I just don't have energy for it, so I just don't talk to him, in all honesty, I don't, like, engage in conversation, I do it out of politeness, because I'm like, well, I am your daughter, and I'm living in your house, therefore, I will occasionally speak to you, you know, but only to a point where we're not getting at hand, like, I asked him if he was going to church, you know, and, Asked him if he, because I heard him coughing, asked him if his cold was getting better, you know, basic stuff. And then I'm like, cool, we had a conversation for the weekend. I don't feel like we need to talk anymore. Like, that's good for me. Like, he's not asking me any questions. I don't really want to talk to him any more than, than that. I have nothing more to say. Um, I don't even want to ask him about Africa. I know he says that's where he is, but I don't even know what to say. Like, his his main hobby outside of, you know, enjoying soccer is photography. And all these times he said he's been to Africa, I've never seen a picture in the last couple of years. And I've asked him, 
and he's acknowledged that I asked him and he didn't even send any pictures and he was there for almost three months um and didn't send one picture the whole time he was there and I don't know part of me believes that he isn't going but you know I don't really know what to say to that because you know, it's none of my business. It's like things like that, where I start getting ideas where I'm like, I don't even know, you know, who go who goes to a country for however many months or lives outside uh, in another state for however many months and never like has anything to say about these places, you know, never has pictures, never talks about it. Like he, he complains about the snow everywhere that he moves to like Boston or wherever he complains about the snow outside of complaining about the snow you know, I hear nothing. I also don't ask because I really don't, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it, but there's too many, there's, there's just, there's, I don't know. The conversation isn't, isn't, we don't really connect. Um, we kind of probably won't ever connect on a very deep level just because you know, when I realize that people have a problem with being truthful about things, I'm not saying, oh, somebody told a lie, you know, people tell lies, you know, if it's like occasionally, like, you know, once every couple years, you know, a lie comes out, it's like, okay, whatever. But if it's like half the stuff you tell me you did anytime I see you isn't true or it's embellished in some way or another, to either try to get sympathy or to make something seem worse than it was, you know, like, I remember once I heard him come home at a certain time and he told me that he got in at a time that was way more ridiculous than that. So say if he got home at like 10 and then he was like, I didn't get home till like 2 a.m. But I'm like, I know he got home earlier because I heard him come in. And he just doesn't know that I heard him come in. And then he said it a second time, because I remember this conversation. We were at church, outside of church, before church started. And then when my mom was around, because my mom knew, he was like, yeah, I got in like really late. Like close to midnight or something like that. And I'm like, "Mm, well, you just told me earlier that you got in at 2 in the morning. And I know you got in at like 10, which is not really close to midnight, but... You know, now you're kind of making it sound a little more, you know, still making it sound bad, but, you know, like, just trying to, like, evoke that sympathy and stuff like that. Like, I'm just kind of not into that. I'm like, I don't care what time you got in, and if you didn't sleep, you know, like, it's not that I don't care, but it's just like, do we need to lie about this? (laughs) You know, it's like, I know what time you came in, because I heard you come home, because I was awake at 10 when I heard you walk in, and I heard your car pull up. Because I know what your car sounds like. It's like that kind of thing. It's like, you know, the little white lies about like every little thing where I'm kind of like, I really just don't know what to say anymore. Sometimes I just leave it alone. Um, so I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what I would say outside of that. Like, I just, I, you know, like. If people don't want to make authentic relationships, I'm just not really going to do it. I mean, I think we can agree to disagree on how to communicate, you know. Um, 
this is kind of where I'm at with stuff. I'm not saying that I'm going to forever feel this way or think this way. But at the moment, this is kind of how I see it. I'm like, I've been working on my own things. And I'm pretty sure other people work on their own things too in my family. I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm pretty sure that they do. So I've been working on my own things. And there's certain stuff that I need to let go. Now, I'm trying my best not to just, you know, let go of complete all the relationships that just aren't perfect, you know, or aren't the best of relationships. I'm not trying to just get rid of people in my life. So I have to decide, you know, what things are worth keeping around. Like, I don't, I did at one point think, you know, I don't want a relationship with my dad anymore. I'm not going to talk to him anymore. And then after a while, I was like, eh, well, I'll have the occasional meal together and we can be in the same room a little bit and I'll entertain a bit of conversation, but it's not going to be deep. I'm not going to share about my life. We're really not going to talk about anything, you know, of any depth. He doesn't share about his life, so I'm not sharing about mine. You know, my parents are both kind of like that. Like my mom share talks about stuff. My theory is the reason why she talks about things so much is because she talks about so much superficial stuff. Not that she's superficial. I'm just saying she doesn't talk about the depth of like emotions or any kind of real like, you know, authentic topics to a point where it's like, I don't really like just talking about superficial topics. I was raised in a house and in a community, a religious community where people just talked about superficial topics all the time. Like, yeah, let's talk about sports and the weather You know, but it's like we never talk about what's going on with us internally or like, you know, your opinions on life or like your values or your views or like, you know, how are things really going with you? Like, what what are your struggles? Like, what things are going well? Like, we never really talked about deep topics. And my family's kind of like that. We don't really talk about deep topics. Um, Like the other day, I was trying to explain how my my internship ended And so I was like, oh, let me just read the text that they sent. And I start reading it. And then, like, you know, my sister and mom are, like, just, like, they can't handle that kind of conversation. Like, they're back and forth talking to each other while I'm trying to read the thing to them. And I'm like, okay, well, that's enough sharing, (laughs) you know. Like, I'm the one who's, like, willing to share and be vulnerable about stuff. Not all the time, but it's, like, that's the one thing I've shared with them about my life and, like more than a decade probably you know so it's like you know my family members just don't listen you know they don't want to listen they they can't tolerate like listen listening to other people's emotions or their own anything like they just want to talk about like the lakers and the weather and like whatever so their topic there are topics that we kind of have to have in common um like i'll ask them about church certain sports the garden Uh, certain people that we know in common, if anybody's been in touch and certain family members and stuff. Other than that, it's like, there's nothing I can really talk about because I'm like, they, you know, they're not comfortable, you know, talking about like real stuff, you know, and they're not comfortable with me talking about it either. Like, even if I try to talk about something, they don't listen. Like they sit and then they're like talking to each other or talking to some, like they just kind of like, don't really... I don't know, like, I'm not into communicating like that, and so I've just had to decide, I'm like, well, I'm just not gonna try that hard, because clearly other people can't 
tolerate it. So I'm like, well, if I'm making you uncomfortable, then, you know, we're not really going to have too much common ground on that. When I feel like talking about fluffy, superficial topics, then I will engage in conversation about fluffy, superficial topics. And when I don't feel like talking about those fluffy, superficial topics, or if I do feel like talking about them and they, I know they don't want to, then I'm just not going to talk. And so that's kind of how come my relationship with them has become, you know, just, I don't want to talk because we're never talking about anything that matters. And if we are, it's usually because my dad decided to complain about something or, you know, it's something, it's usually something critical or something that's superficial, like there's never really a lot of depth and you know I know I'm not really allowed to have my own opinions or expressions so I just don't like you know so that's kind of unfortunately where I'm at with things with with them like it's not the most pleasant of things but it's like it's kind of interesting though because I've developed a lot of healthy relationships with friends and different people in my life where it's like we can talk about all kinds of stuff deep topics and what's going on and stuff and we kind of hear each other out and understand how to talk about things they don't really know how to do that so it's really hard for me to kind of like really want to take I feel like I'm taking steps backward into like this unhealthy style of communication that I grew up with where people just don't talk about anything that matters Unless they're complaining or talking about something negative. Like, they don't express their emotions. It's fine. Like, people don't have to be, like, expressing everything all the time. But it's, like, even, like, a basic thing. Like, oh, this didn't go well. You know? And then it's, like, people wonder, like, oh, like, I didn't know that that wasn't going well for you. It's, like, yeah, because you're too busy talking to me about, like, some other random thing all the time that I'm just, like, I don't want to hear it. You know, so I don't share anything because we don't share things. So I just don't do it. You know, it's like, you know, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, But in the video, she didn't really talk about that. She talked more about the privacy issues. Like, I don't really have people knocking on my bathroom door other than that roommate situation. Um, More of what I deal with is kind of like, for me, it's like hollow. It's like hollow conversation and it just tires me out because I don't find value in it when it's all the time. Like not every conversation has to be some deep awakening or anything like that, but you know, I don't really like, you know, people talking about things that like don't have depth to them sorry I'm kind of looking because the other day I saw somebody literally walk up in my driveway while I was sitting in the car talking on the phone to my friend it was around 5 p.m it wasn't even dark yet and I just saw somebody walk behind my car okay it's making sure they're over by the bus stop I looked in one mirror and saw them walk past the mirror but then when I looked in the other mirror I couldn't see them in that mirror so maybe Maybe it's too dark or, yeah, but they walked. They, they're they down the street. 
I'm just making sure there's nobody, like, camping out, like, on our lawn or in our driveway or whatever was trying to, somebody was trying to do the other day there. But that was really creepy, actually, when I was in the car. Like, I was, it was, like, it wasn't even fully dark yet because it was, like, 5 p.m. And, like, this guy literally walks up my driveway and I see him walk up my driveway and I ask him. I don't know if I said, like, hey, what's up, or hi, or something, and he just stood there, (laughs) I'm just, like, thinking, like, why are you on my property, dude, like, because he walked up, like, he knew where he was going, like, but I don't know, he didn't seem scared or anything, I don't know, it was weird, it was super weird, I don't understand it at all, but I guess another thing they talked about was talking on the phone, that's another thing for me. And I think that's why I think that's why I don't like podcasting while I know people are awake or able to listen to me or talking on the phone while I, while I know people can hear me, like especially my parents because like I said, we don't share things in my house that much. And so if I'm sharing things online or sharing things with my friends that we have like you know, a lot of interest in each other's lives and things, you know, and we keep up with each other about personal things, I don't want people learning about me by overhearing stuff, you know, just because you overheard me say this about some LGBT topic, or you overheard me say this about something that I never revealed to them, it's like, if you're not going to ask me, and we're not going to have a conversation about it, or you're not going to open up the floor for me to have conversations with you because you can't tolerate it like even if I try to talk to my mom about something serious you know she just kind of like changes the topic you know and just like interrupts interrupts and just like changes the topic so I could be like you know like oh man like my friend was really upset because they might have to get an abortion she'll be like oh like I wonder what time it I wonder what time it is and you know what like what you know, she'll start, like, playing, like, a game on her phone or something, and it's just, like, to me, it's, like, okay, well, conversation's over. I'm not even gonna, like, keep talking to you about this. Like, if it's something I'm either stressed about or something that, you know, I'm just bringing up because I'm, like, okay, you know, like, that's what people do when they're having, like, a deep conversation about something, you know, on a deeper level, but, like, if she's just gonna, like, she doesn't really engage in the conversation, and so I'm, like, you know, that's kind of how it always is. It's like, I can't say anything that's, that's got too much depth to it. Cause if I do, it's not even like a controversial thing. Like, Oh, we're going to fight about abortion. Like, it's just like, you know, or if, even if it wasn't abortion, if it was something like some kind of a topic that's just like, you know, Oh, like my friend's getting evicted or something like that, you know, like, and I was just talking to them about it, and they might have to go, like, live with a shelter or move in with their parents, like, in another state, and, like, they're kind of stressing out about it. Like, I know not everybody wants to hear negative news, but it's kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't I don't really know how to, like, I don't feel like I'm always, like, telling them negative stuff, but it's just kind of like... I mean, I just don't tell them anything, in all honesty. Nothing that really matters. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I went to, I went the other day somewhere, you know, with someone, you know. It's like, if I go somewhere, I don't even like telling them when I'm going somewhere, who I'm with, 
and where I'm going there, where I'm going, you know, like, I just kind of come and go as I please, like, that's just kind of how it is with, with me, and so when the other lady in the video mentioned that, you know, her, her mom, you know, listens on her conversations, and, like, she'll hear her mom, like, outside the door, when her mom, like, when when she's on the phone and she'll and she'll get quiet on the phone when she's talking to her friend or whatever and then her mom will, will make a comment like like oh i didn't hear i i was walked by your room and was trying to listen and i didn't hear you talking you know and so it's like well people can say oh you know i was trying to check if you were on the phone but then it's like well, if you're listening outside my door and I hear you walking around outside my door, you know, it's stuff like that where it's like people say that they don't hear them, you know, feel like they're listening. And that's kind of how I feel about podcasting sometimes. I feel like I do it in the morning, but I feel almost like, okay, my mom started waking up early, kind of tiptoeing around the house because she knows that I'm recording podcast episodes and our house is really quiet in the morning. So she probably hears me recording. And so, I'm just like, geez. Um, But, yeah, with the lady in the video, she was also saying, like, you know, they have a two-story house. So, she'll say, like, you know, to her mom, she gave the example, like, can you not come down here until, like, 4.30? Because they try to make, make kind of a boundary. If she's on the phone, either please don't come downstairs if I'm on the phone downstairs or... They try to plan it, like, or please don't come upstairs if I'm on the phone upstairs. And she'll say, like, please don't come come down to, like, 4.30 or something. Uh, um, and then her mom comes down, and it's, like, 4 p.m. And it's, like, things like that where I'm, like, how are those healthy boundaries, you know? It's, like... Who wants to be, like, listening to your conversations? And, like, you know, my dad speaks a language that I don't really speak. And so I've heard him on the phone. You know, I've woken up before, like, early hours where I hear him, like, whispering on the phone. You know, in the, in, like, he'll go into the other, into, like, the bathroom to be, like, whispering on the phone or something. Or he'll be, like outside in the driveway talking on the phone like I'll see him in places trying to like get some space to talk on the phone too because like we're all kind of like that it's like I don't like people listening in on my conversations my mom talks on the phone just open willy-nilly just phone on speaker just talking to anybody she doesn't mind anybody being involved in the full conversation I do mind um that's why I come outside and talk in the car but I've even been in the car before having a conversation on the phone and then my dad heard that I was on the phone and he's like oh like what are you I didn't know that you were out here I'm like oh yeah I'm just on the phone and then he's kind of like arranging things in the back seat or whatever in the back of the car like putting stuff in there for the next day and just like taking forever to do it and so I'm just kind of like not saying anything and then he's kind of just, like, lingering. It's just kind of, like, stuff like that. We're just, like, what the hell is going on? Just, like, go away. But it's not, like, stuff like that happens all the time. Like, 
And usually, if it comes to that, I'll take my phone calls down the street. Like, I'll just go down the road to this parking lot and just talk on the phone there. Like, I'm not really, I don't really care that much. I'm just like, whatever. Um, But yeah, it's like, it wouldn't be that way so much if I did share more with my parents. They, they'd be, it would be like, okay, I'm just talking with my friends about things that my parents already know about because we already talked about it. But because me and my parents don't have that kind of relationship where we share hardly anything at all, you know, because they're not comfortable sharing. And it makes me not comfortable sharing, honestly. Like, I don't really know what kind of people they are, what kind of intentions they have behind things. Um, Because, you know, per history, you know, if I'm looking back, it's like, they've always taken, taken things and like made it so they could either manipulate something or so they could, um, complain or criticize. So for example, when I didn't want to go to Africa because of, because of the expense of it, you know, my dad's like telling my mom, like, well, I'll offer to pay for some of it. And if she still says no, then maybe she doesn't want to go for some other reason. And it's like, no, the reason was because I don't want to pay $4,000 for a trip that I don't, it's just not good timing to go to a wedding of a cousin that I've never met, you know? And, you know, an aunt that literally only seemed like she was trying to talk to me just because she wanted me to come to the wedding, you know, it's like, I'm 40 years old. I have family members that I've never talked to or never met before. You know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's their fault, but it goes both ways. Like if you don't reach out, I didn't even know she had a son. I didn't even know that this guy was my cousin. I didn't know that this guy even existed. And so, you know, because I wasn't aware of it, it's like, I don't feel that obligated. He never called me. It was his mom that called me. You know, so I did make the effort because I went and got my passport. And then when I realized how much it was going to cost, I was like, I can't afford this. You know, this isn't good timing to afford it because I'm like, I'm still trying to work on my own things, you know, and I'm not working like a solid schedule and I can't predict how much money I'm going to have or how long it's going to take me to recover the money that I spend on a trip. You know, I can't really afford anything like that. So you know, they didn't really seem too understanding. Um, but you know, for my dad to say something to my mom, like, Oh, I'm going to assume it's something else. It's kind of like, you can't say that to me. You can't ask me why, you know? And then he wanted to get in some kind of argument about it, throwing it in my face, saying how disappointed my aunt is with me. Like, I don't care if she's disappointed. We don't even know each other. (laughs) Like, who's she, you know, like, And so I tried to reach out to her to say, like, you know, happy holidays and stuff. Like, because this wedding was in August. So I tried to say, like, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And she kind of, like, thumbs up kind of response type style. So I'm like, oh, so now you don't want to talk to me because I didn't go to the wedding. Like, okay, like, whatever, that's BS. But that's kind of how it is. It's like, you know, and I'm very careful at who I get involved with because I'm kind of like, I've got family members that I don't know, a whole lot of them actually, because I've got a massive family. There's no way I'm going to meet all these people if I'm the one traveling to meet them, Um, because they're so spread out too, but just to meet with them 
and everything, you know, it's going to take more effort on my end than what I want to take, you know, but I don't know, like, I think people kind of expect that, you know, they can kind of come out of the woodworks and have me just kind of do whatever, whatever they want me to do. And, you know, I'm kind of not a pushover that way, but I have been in the past, you know, felt done things out of guilt, like feeling guilty, then like guilt tripped into doing like, if this was like the old me, I probably would have just dished out the money because because of my dad and my aunt making kind of upsetting comments trying to pressure me into going on a trip that I don't think is financially responsible um but you know I'm not really into that um I don't have to like prove myself to anybody um For me, I'm like, I don't feel too obligated to people that don't keep in touch with me. So if there's someone who's asking me of big favors that were pretty much strangers, I'm probably not going to do that big favor for them. Like if somebody asks to borrow $1,500 from me and like you're some distant relative, the answer is probably going to be no. If we have never talked for like months... And then all of a sudden you ask me like a huge favor, like, hey, like, can you come like 100 miles away and like house it for me while I borrow your car and go out of town for the for like two days and then bring you back your car and like, you know, whatever. Um, the answer is probably no, because we don't talk and you're only asking me because you need a favor. Um, I don't really do that. At one point in time, I did, but now I'm like, no, if I don't have the energy for it, especially, you know, if we're not in touch, you know, I'm not probably going to do a favor that's going out of my way if I don't have the energy to do it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel like a jerk and I'm going to feel guilty about it and feel like, oh, I should have done it. But no, I don't think I should have to. Um... Because we're not in touch. We don't talk. You know, we're, we've kind of fallen out of contact. So why are you only coming around when you need a favor? You know, I know people like that who they only need favors and they only want to do what's in their best interest. You know, like I've had certain friends I've wanted to hang out with that have never had time to hang out with me, even if I'm in their city close to them, they'll dodge, you know when I'm in the area, and then they'll be like, oh, sorry, like, the next day when they know I'm gone, they'll be like, sorry, you know, like, whatever excuse I slept in or didn't have my phone charger, or whatever kind of excuse where it's like, I know you were online because I saw, (laughs) I saw you on Instagram or whatever, but it's like, you know, people with their excuses, you know, if you don't want to do something, just say you don't want to do it, like, it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, like, I have a friend like that who, like, I'll be in their town every so often and they just can't seem to ever have their phone available when I'm when I'm going to be in, like, if we talk today and then I tell them I'll probably be in their area tomorrow and they're like, oh, yeah, call me or text me or whatever. 
because maybe I'm running an errand over there and then like I'll stop by because I'm like 10 minutes from their area and then they're never available around the time when I said and then they won't contact me for like three four days later it's like a strategic thing you know where I'm like I'm not stupid we just talked (laughs) like and you know (laughs) like if you don't want to want to do anything just don't pretend just be like I might be busy or, or I'm tired, you know, I don't really think I want to meet up tomorrow, like, I'm not coming out there for you specifically, I'm doing something else anyways, and just deciding, you know, it's convenient, if you're available, let's meet, don't say yes if you mean no, you know, or, um, you know, like that same person, the other day, they were in, they were, they had some kind of event that they're family member wanted to go to that was like 15 minutes from my house and so they're like hey could you come pick me up an hour away to come drive me over to near where you live because I'll be in your area and my mom or family member whoever's going to be there and then they could take me home I'm like how the hell does that work Like, we haven't seen each other in over a year, and that's how you want to see each other? When I'm in your neighborhood probably once a month, and we couldn't figure out how to meet each other for, like, over a year, maybe two years at this point, and now you want me to come pick you up because your family member is going to be in my neighborhood one day, and you want to drop me off, you want me to drop you off near my house somewhere so that your parent could come pick pick you up? Like, no. <laughs> like, who do you think I am? No, I will not do that. Like, I don't want to see you that bad. Like, that to me, is just it doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm like, why would I do that? You live, like, 40 miles from here. Like, why would I do that? Like, that makes no sense. You know, we don't even talk anymore. But, well, we talk, but we, you know, this other person kind of just pretends like they want to meet up. And then it's like, yeah, the only time... When you actually call me to actually hang out is when you want a favor for me to come pick you up because you have no ride to get closer to where I live because you have an event that you're trying to go to that's near me. You don't really want to hang out. You just need a ride, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and it's convenient for you because you think I'm going to drive all the way over there. It's like, I don't want to see you that bad. Like, I'll wait. (laughs) I'll wait. You know, some people I might, but it's like, no, like somebody that I could easily more conveniently see because I'm usually in their area and then they still can't make time to make it work and mind you they're not working so it's like you have time you know so I don't know things like that where I'm just kind of like you know I'm not I'm not I'm not bending over for stuff like that anymore like I'm not bending over backwards I don't really care um if it had been something I wanted to do that would be different Like, it wasn't something I wanted to do. It was, like, a church event or something. Like, I don't want to go to that. Like, I don't want to come pick you up all the way over there either just so you can go to that. Or go near me. And so when your family's done doing that thing, then they can come pick you up because we're hanging out. It's like, no, I don't want to do that at all. Like, why does that... I don't know how... I don't know how that sounds anywhere near logical to somebody, but these are the ways that people plan when they don't really want to see you, you know? When they don't really want to hang out. And they think, oh, I, I, if I just say that I want to hang out or something, it's like, it's like, actions speak louder than words, guys. They really do. It's like, they really do. But I don't know. 
but I guess that's off topic of living with family, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, I guess the point I was trying to make with that, not just the annoyance part and like bending over backwards for people, but it's like, you know, I don't do that for family. I don't do that for friends. Um, not for people who aren't actively in my life, you know, for people who can't ever drop me a line for people who can't ever say what's up. I'm not going to just do you a favor, like, because we haven't talked for, like, a year, and now you need this huge favor from me, and, like, no, I'm not going to do it, um, we never talk, you know, um, even energy-wise, you know, like, I've had friends that, you know, they want to talk when they want to talk, only, you know, they're more than willing to, you know, when they have a tragedy, or, or, not a tragedy, but even, like, some super annoyance, of a thing happen in their life and have me spend my whole, a whole night of my weekend or my free time listening to them about their problems. But if I have something I want to check in about or talk about, they're nowhere to be found ever, you know, or they'll just be like, Oh, just send me the message. And they'll be like, Oh, I didn't read it. It's like, okay. And then, you know, or they just want my energy because they like what I have to say about their problem. But then you know, if I mention something, they never read it or never respond or don't have the time or energy for it. And I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, so then, you know, there's certain people I know like that in my life that have kind of stopped, uh, have kind of tried to kind of get my attention more because they probably noticed that I kind of haven't been interacting as much. Um, and I kind of realized, like, this person doesn't really care about me that much. They don't care about my life. They don't know what I've got going on in my life. They don't ask me about my life too much. And so I'm not going to give them responses like I used to because they don't read them anyways. And so I don't really care to respond because I know they're not really going to pay attention to it. Uh, they just kind of pretend um, and just kind of keep, I think they try to keep on my radar just so that when they have an issue, then they have someone to talk to. That's kind of what it feels like. I don't know. I might be looking into it too much, but that's kind of what it feels like. But these are the kind of things that I'm like, I'm not trying to get, get out of relationships completely, but it's like, if they're things that don't serve me or don't work for me, I'm not going to be putting in that much effort anymore. You know, I don't, you know, I don't devalue myself so much. You know, my self-esteem isn't that low. I know my worth. My energy is worth a lot. My time is worth a lot. You know, what I earn is my money. You know, I don't feel like I should be obligated to spend my money on other people or to, uh, if I don't want to, or to give of my time or energy or emotions if I don't want to. Uh, for non-reciprocal reciprocal relationships, you know. And it doesn't have to be, like, 50-50 or whatever. I'm just saying, like, you know, if I feel like someone's really putting in, like, almost no effort, like, they don't really care about me or consider me much, then I don't feel like I should really have to give them too much of my energy. Because I've done that before, where I've just been giving people my energy freely and then I'm like, why am I so exhausted? It's like, I don't need to be trying to keep 
keep in touch with all these people that don't really want to keep in touch, you know, like, and that kind of happens, you know, when you move, when you move with family, you move away, you know, you kind of start to realize who your real friends are, because all those other people, you know, who are distant, the distance makes it so they will never contact you. I can't tell you how many people, you know, don't contact me first, you know, at all, you know, don't contact me first. Um, and I'm like, okay, if I never hear from you and I'm always the one who's like, Hey, what's up? Hey, how have you been? You know, they just don't ever contact me or ever think to say, Hey, I wonder what you've been up to. Like, what's going on? How are you doing? Ever. You know, it's like, all right, I see, I see where this, where this friendship is at. And, you know, I'm, we don't have to pretend, (laughs) you know, we don't have to pretend like I, I'm not hating on anybody who's, who's a friend of mine. I'm just saying like, it really puts things into perspective because there are a lot of people like, I know a lot of people in San Diego and I'm like, how many of them have come up here to visit me? You know, I go down there, God only knows how many times, you know, it's like, how many of them have attempted to visit me? You know, not really, hardly any of them, you know? And so, I don't know. Like, there, I mean, there are some who have, but not a lot, probably like three. And so, it's things like that, where it's just like, you know, I start to evaluate. I'm like... I'm evaluating, like, from a distance, you know, it's giving me more perspective, being at home, you know, yes, there's all the annoyances of being at home, where it's like, I don't have complete independence and privacy and freedom to just kind of have my private life to do what I want to do, and my own personal space to do it, but then also, it's kind of giving more perspective to other areas of my life, of like, you know, the friends who used to invite you to their birthdays, suddenly nobody invites anymore it's like San Diego's not that far from LA I can get down there if you invite me if you let me know but people just stop sending the invite you know out of sight out of mind you know or you know people just don't think think about 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 you you know so that kind of thing and it's like I know people are busy I'm not saying like people need to be like messaging me all day every day and like hey what's going on it doesn't have to be like that at all. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, if I haven't heard from you for, like, a year, like, <laughs> you know, people who are like, oh, I miss you. It's like, do you? Do you miss me? Because <laughs> we're all online all the time anyways. And, like, there are, there are like, two or three people that I hear from on a quite regular basis. And outside of them, I don't hear from much of the others. So it's it's kind of making me think, you know more and more, like, okay, like, as the, as, as my friend groups are kind of, you know, shifting around, changing around a little bit, and I'm trying to, like, want to move back closer to my friends, but then I'm, like, it's kind of hard to even evaluate, are we even friends, because we're not even involved in each other's lives anymore, you know, so, and especially if I do message people that never, ever message me back, it's kind of like, and I am trying to get better at not sending like lengthy ass messages, but it's going to take me more time to get better at that. But, you know, 
you know, it makes me, it makes me evaluate and yeah, but being, being with family kind of puts perspective on the friend relationships and all those other relationship dynamics outside of the family.